Hi, I'm Mike Maloney, and welcome to another CSRM podcast. Today's episode is hosted by Andrew Fouts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Reach Gathering 2021. I am Andrew Fouts. This is an OV radio special here. We're going to be doing this Misfit style. We're going to be doing this CSRM podcast style. But today we finally have been able to track down since he's been stuck on a mountain and can't run away from us anymore. The one and only Don Weirich. Don is a misfit in the fact that he's, you know, a lot of people would not consider him a sports sports minister, sports rec fitness minister, sports pastor, any of that. But yet he's doing all the same work as the rest of us. Don runs Playing for Eternity out in Southern California, and this is a, a different type of ministry because we don't, you know, we were just talking, we don't even, I don't even know what really to call it because you're a pro-am, but you're not a pro-am, you're a league, but you're not a league, you're a development center, but you're not a development center, you're a parachurch, but you're not a parachurch, you're a church, but you're not a church. <laughs> what exactly is Playing for Eternity here? Uh, I guess the name fits, Mifits all across the board and not the ministry too but uh we're a little bit of everything uh, it's all volunteer based so that's kind of where we're at but we're a ministry that is not associated to any one church um it, it is in the works that you know praying that the church that i'm attending legacy church uh p4e will come on in some sort just praying about what that looks like um but we're an outreach ministry 90 percent outreach um which is not the norm um, and it, we're just reaching the urban community because the game of basketball, we've turned into one of the top leagues in California, which is kind of amazing how good God is. Um, and we, we've also turned it into one of the top women's league just during COVID, which is kind of crazy. Having NBA guys and WNBA girls play in our league and knowing they got to act different and by relational, um, they're learning the love of Jesus. Yeah, so that that's the first place we kind of want to start with you is how do you, as somebody who you know you're just you you basically are just coming in opening up the gym and saying hey sign up let's let's play some basketball we'll we'll coordinate everything. How do you get these professional athletes who basketball literally is their livelihood? How do you get them to go from this is what I do every day this is my job and so this is how I act to coming into your gym. And understanding that, hey, this is a little bit of a different style of basketball than I'm used to. I'm not going to be able to just, you know, I'm not I'm not going to be out here just swearing every other play. You know, the hard fouls are going to be not as uh, widely, widely accepted when they're extremely hard. You know, how how do you take these professional athletes and get them to understand, hey, there's more than the game of basketball here? Well, first, I'm up front with them. So I, I let them know the groundwork of what we're about before they even think about joining the league. And usually they come with friends that have already played in the league um, by word of mouth, marketing wise. Um, and those players already, they police their own. So they, they know what we're about. They know me, they respect me at least, even though they may not believe 
and what in certain circumstances they they respect me and what I got going on and what I stand for, and then therefore they respect what P for E is about. But I don't judge them right away. <laughs> you know, I don't judge them at all. You know, but if they cuss right away, you know, hey, you know, like I work progress. I expect more from the guys that have played in our league multiple seasons versus the new guy. Um, and then I just try to build one-on-one -on -one relationships like we're doing right now, talking to them one-on-one -on -one so they know me and I know them. And then we got a better understanding. Then over time, they'll learn respect and they'll learn why I love them. And that's because of Jesus loves them. Awesome. So let going a step further from that, you actually have, at least recently, you know, I've only connected with you maybe the past five, six years, something like mm -hmm. that. Um, you know, you've been a friend of CSRM for a lot longer, but you, you have seen actually a lot of good ministry success, even just in the past two years, even just pandemic wise, mm -hmm. both basketball and spiritual wise. You know, you, you've had some baptisms, you've had some professional signings. What, what's the what's the attitude, at least among a lot of your regular guys, as far as what this is? Do they look at this as this is their their chance to build themselves basketball? Is this their chance for them to? You know, is this a, a discipleship thing for them or is this just a combination of both? It, it, combination of both. Everyone's different. Um, and, and usually they come in just to compete, especially in our open division. We have a few, couple of different divisions, but our open division, men's wise, they're coming to compete because it's one of the top leagues in California. So, and they know, and it's one of the cheapest too. That's, and, that's always a big factor. <laughs> yeah, especially with Hoopers, you know, like especially guys trying to play pro, you know, they're not working as much or they're just driving Uber or Postmates or something like that. But shout um, out to my fellow drivers. Right. Um, but uh, these guys, everybody's different. So they come in wanting to compete. And then by, you know, the relationships we we um, pour into we're praying that they reach the, hey, you know, let's learn a little, you know, share prayer requests. Let's move on to the next level. And little by little, then they're thinking about, hey, you know, what is Jesus? Or, you know, like, oh, Don prayed for me. Yeah, you know, and this happened. And, you know, and this, like, I need prayer. I need more than, like, there's something in this league different. And then they realize it's because of Jesus. And then along the line, you know, reach baptism, discipleship, and so on. Um, but the ministry has been going on for like 10 years, but really only the last six, this is our sixth year of really, it really became a ministry and not about me playing. Before the first five years of me playing, hooping, and then ministry on the side, I didn't know it at the time. I was honestly thinking it was ministry, all ministry, but I realized like six years ago that, you know, I, it was about me. And uh, once that, my mindset changed and I just let Jesus take over, the ministry really happened and that's, it's not by coincidence that that's when we started blowing up and started getting more traction within the pro-am part. And now we're crazy. It's crazy good. Um, during COVID, we doubled in numbers um, because we were one of the first leagues back. Okay. Which for, for people to get context, again, you're Southern California, which everybody knows how California handled the pandemic. Yeah. So for a, a basketball league, that is all meeting together and hands-on to grow in the state that was the most locked down of any. And for the longest time, mm -hmm. there that's definitely got to be a God thing for that to actually be able to take place. Yeah, we were the ones, 
we were there was one underground league that kept, that kept playing. I don't know. Um, I won't speak on that, but we um, no, we we're not gonna uh, yeah. we're not gonna we're not blow gonna anybody's on, cover here. We're not putting them on blast, but um, they, at least they gave an avenue for guys to play. Mm -hmm. Um, but we were one of the first leagues besides that one that my the church that I attend gave me approval to to go through in the city, and we the as far as I know, we haven't had one COVID case from the league. From the league, that, that, yeah, like <laughs> good. Good, good uh, clarification there from the league. Yeah, and, you know, I tell the guys if they're sick, they don't show up, and we put in protocols, different protocols, temperature checks and sign-in sheets. But before that, we had three baptisms during the lockdown. Um, just meeting with guys on Instagram, and, you know, me and you talked about podcasts mm -hmm. and different avenues to reach guys, because that was the thing I missed the most is connecting with these guys and, them not being church folk like we're the church to them p4e is so if we're not playing then what church are they getting so i we still got to connect with certain guys and those three people probably wouldn't have been baptized baptized um Outside at least it, yeah at least as soon as they did um god could would have still worked in their lives but because of the lockdown they kind of refocused all three of them and two of them are professional hoopers a male, a female, and all three were in my backyard pool, which is amazing. The coolest thing ever. Um, and so, yeah, that was that was actually the, the highlight of COVID um, by far, like baptizing the three people in the car, uh, Travis, T, and uh, Victor. And it's led to other people in the future that want to get baptized. And just because they saw their fellow Hooper oh, I respect her, like what she's getting baptized. She's speaking about Jesus now. And Maybe I'm, we I'm, can I'll, take this yeah, more seriously. Yeah, yeah. now it's not, I need to get serious before it's too late. Yeah, so, uh, you know, those of you that are listening through CSRM, you guys, you know, we hear this all the time. Those of you that are listening to Misfits, we talked about this first, I think, with uh, the McDowell's, but, you know, that, you know, even though you're talking about how that, those first four years or so, was more of God working on you to change your your attitude. The the timeline you've got there is exactly what Dr. Limville talks about as far as especially again inner city style ministry, sports ministry of you know four to seven years before we start to see fruit. And you know, I, I fully suspect that even though for you you felt like most of the work the spirit was doing was on you there still has been massive impact within the bath, not just the bas local community, but the basketball community as a whole. Cause I mean, you, your guys are, are signing and, you know, you, you now have presence overseas, you've got presence in other States. Um, so much so that you actually have been approached, you know, P4E is expanding beyond just being a little community league now mm -hmm. to, um, you know, you and I were talking almost trying to replicate what you're doing with P4E in another professional arena with the Orcas and with some other teams. So give us a little bit of what, what's going on with all of that. So, yeah. So P4E has grown into one of, you know, like I said, the top one of the top leagues and I'm not trying to, it, I'm still uncomfortable saying that because I, it's I, okay to, it's beyond amazing. Yeah. It's um, not bragging when it's actual documented yeah, fact. I mean, yeah. you, and you guys were, you you even have put teams out of the league into you know the Drew League, which is the most okay. well known pro am league in the world, and you guys just missed the cut by one team. So I mean, this isn't like just 
you're you're just taking guys off the street and saying, hey, can can you dribble a basketball? Okay, you can come in here and play. I mean, you have top level. I, I a couple of years ago, you even posting, you know, Montrez Harrell showed up mm-hmm, sure. and was ready to go with you guys because he had already heard about what you're doing. So this is not a just fly by night operation. You're allowed to to be accurate with your statements here. Yeah, I'm I, and I'm not one to boast. So that that's kind of like where I I got to be able to share the story like Danny Downing says. I right. got to be able to share our story and be comfortable with it, and that's part of it. But yeah, Montrez played a game. Um, we played in other events where he's been a part of, and Derek Williams, who's a local guy. Uh, Derek Williams, the power forward, not the point guard, but um, there's two. Um, and then now Chris Copeland, who's a former Nick, is playing in our league currently. Um, and we have a couple of WMEA girls playing now. But because of that, we've taken guys from our league that I've wanted to connect with or I already had a good connection with and played in pro-am leagues, money tournaments, the Venice Basketball League where White Men Can't Jump was. And we you guys and, didn't do too bad in that either. I remember seeing some of those games. Yeah, two, in 2019, we won six championships, all in pro am level, um, or some they don't always call themselves a pro am, but there's pros playing. BBL, we the lowest we finished was quarterfinals, and we all and then even last year we won a couple tournaments with them. Um, so yeah, we were really close to the Drew. If it wasn't for COVID, we'd probably be in like this year we're kind of redirecting and now we're in the women's Drew trying to build that program because our guys program and leagues and ministry is already known. Like I was telling you a little Mm -hmm. bit earlier, like it's more known than not known, which is beyond crazy to think about. Crazy to think about. Like, I can't like imagine that. Like I would always have to like, Hey, this is what we are. And like people, when I show up to the Drew, they know P for E. And I was like, I've, I've seen you on Instagram. You're a friend of a friend of a friend. And you're coming up to me, oh, P4E, let me play in your league sometime. I was like, let's rock. But um, it's just crazy how many of those people. And then just were, because I, I sent out a tryout list or like people who want to try out for the women's group. And I've already been hit by like 10 or 12 professional ladies that want to play. And um, it's it's crazy. We're going to be women. Drew better watch out. We're going to be coming in strong. Yeah, it, you guys are doing a lot of good stuff out there, both ministry wise and basketball wise. It's exciting to see. You know, you you've been you know developing even beyond just you know you already were a, a at least I would say a decent level. You would agree with coach. You know, even going in four years ago, but you've been developing yourself as a as a basketball coach with your knowledge and with talking with these guys. But you guys, you have also been diving deep into the the idea of how do I actually make this a effective ministry um you know we those of you that will maybe we'll see how many people those of you that have read Dr. Lindell's newest book if you recognize Don's name that's because you actually are one of the ones that actually reads the reviews and the forwards (laughs) and everything so good for you but you know you you have been doing a lot of training within the CSRM programs within some of our other foundational partners here at REACH you know, you're, you're, you're working towards that. What has been the biggest, the biggest thing that has impacted you as far as being able to go from, you know, this is a league I can play in at a high level. And with these guys that are all, you know, I'm able to rock with all these guys that are, you know, high level athletes to where 
now you're more excited about the fact that you're baptizing them in your pool than you are even that you got them to walk into the gym. What's been the biggest change thing that has changed for you? The, the easy answer would be me and allowing God to just take over. You know, like I tried, I tried to be in the past, the first five years, I tried to force it and we struggled to get 18. Like I had to beg people like, Hey, play, 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 play. Like, come on play, come on play. Um, now I'm turning teams away. Um, but it's all because I'm letting Jesus take the wheel, you know, per se. But um, besides that, that's the easy answer. Um, and the biggest answer, you know, but, you know, reach, I can't give enough credit to reach. And because uh, it wouldn't be the first time I stepped in reach at, I think, late point um, in Texas that I was beyond, oh, this is what sports ministry can be and really is and there's a ton of people um doing it that are doing it on a huge scales to small scales yes we're a little bit different than pretty much every sports ministry that comes here but the principles are the same and the groundwork's the same and i've learned i try to take at least one thing and really focus on that and but beyond that the relationships you know connections like you and i and greg and uh, Bob have been mentors to me and with Brent and, and Downey, Downey now, like those guys and Steve Crotcho from APU, from local and Josh Merrill from Shepherd, they do um, eternity sports out there. Mm -hmm. um, those, that group kind of like gave me a good example of, and also like put me in check, like, hey, like what, when they asked me a question, I'm like, oh, okay, we're not doing that. I need to figure out how to get there because that's what we should be doing. Not because they said it, because God's really touching my heart at that point. And that, along with just letting Jesus take the will and just continue to be as beating as possible. I'm not perfect. No one is. But just trying to get closer to him. And then with that, the ministry will get closer to him. And people are going to see Jesus through me. Hopefully, that's my prayer. Yeah, you, uh, you listed off, you know, you basketball-wise, you talked about, you know, you've got decently big names coming through but I would say almost even bigger names have been the ones mentoring you as far as the mm -hmm. ministry side I mean you're not going to find better mentors within the sports ministry world than Greg and Bob and you know Steve Quattro yeah. Danny Downing you know we we celebrate 20 years of him you know last last year you know you you're you are definitely connected in the right places. So, you know, it's awesome to see what you're doing, what's going on out there. Where can people that want to find out more information about P3 or what the other stuff you guys are doing with these, you know, potential new leagues and new new teams, where, where can people get information about all that? The easiest way is on Instagram, at Playing for Eternity. The four is the number. Um, on, it, on Facebook, the same thing, P4E. It's P4E, Playing for Eternity Sports Ministry. And then we have the website, uh, playingforeternity.com. Um, and then always hit me up on Instagram, eball the vessel, uh, a couple underscores there. Um, but um, that's the easiest way. And I just love connecting with people. And that's come from reach and the focus on that and networking. And, you know, just guys like Eric Dewey, who's in King, United Kingdom, hit me up because I posted a picture. And we connected at Lake Point, and we only met that one day, um, but we stay connected. And those connections are what fuels us to get keep pushing forward. And during those low times or frustrating times, there's guys that are doing the same thing that we could rely on. And uh, 
it's been a big blessing and it's just amazing that God chose me to run this ministry and and I was a, a barely a Christian I, I just got saved a year before so um and and I'm connecting to the community that I was a part of because I was part of the I didn't grow up in the inner city but I grew up a street from the inner city and I, that's where I hung out was the inner city um playing basketball playing sports and um ministering to the community that I was a part of and still is awesome yeah you uh you know you you really are a lot of what you know we talk about then this this is part of why you fit that CSRM person especially you know as well as these others but this idea of you know you a baby christian that's wanting to impact for for you know impact their community with yeah. sports and especially their local community their you know what we use with our international the indigenous you know population of going back in you know and you you've been doing that in an awesome you know big that. big big way so um check out check out all p free stuff check out don on instagram um you know, some of you, and you know, we'll, we'll even do, you know, you even sponsored a couple podcasts last year when we were getting back into it. The, uh, the opening, opening logos thing for the CSRM podcast, that dunk is coming out of P4E. Um, so go check out, out all that stuff. Go check out him. You can also check us out at Reach Gathering. Um, depending on if I actually get this up and running here before Reach Gathering is over, you can still check out some of our live events. Um, if, this is after reach is over, then you can still go back and listen to some of our main sessions that we're, we're live streaming as well. Um, those of you that are here at reach, if you're hearing this, come stop by the CSRM booth. You can jump on the mic as well. Um, I'm not too bad to, to deal with on the mic, right? Oh, this was fun. Yeah. See, I'm not, I'm not scary, even though, you know, David Waddell tells people I am. <laughs> so, um, Anyway, yeah, this has been a, a little bit of an OV radio special. You'll be hearing this on the Misfit side. You'll be hearing this on the CSRM side. Um, come down, check out Reach Gathering, check out P4E, check out Misfits, check out CSRM. All the links are going to be in the show notes in the video. So we will talk to you all when we come back. We've got a couple other interviews we're going to be doing down here. We're going to be talking to Brad Winter. We're going to be talking to Brad Bloom. A lot of Brads. I just yeah. realized. I'm not quite sure why know, we I, got all that. I don't know many Brads. I know, but yet they're all here, apparently. Apparently, that's the other thing you need to be a sports minister is know a few Brads. So we'll, we'll see all the rest of you when we come back. The CSRM Podcast is a production of the Association of Church Sports and Recreation Ministers and their video production house, Overwhelming Victory Flicks. Dr. Greg Linville is the executive producer, and Andrew Fouts is associate producer and editor. For more information about CSRM, visit csrm.org. For more information about Overwhelming Victory, visit overwhelmingvictory.org. The CSRM podcast is the flagship member of a new podcast network called Overwhelming Victory Radio. For more information on Overwhelming Victory Radio or to listen to our partner podcasts, visit overwhelmingvictory.org backslash OV radio. For CSRM podcasts, I'm Mike Maloney. Have a blessed day.